Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabina Spiedling and today I take you on a journey with an interview with Moritz Butchek, where we talk about the diversification of Munich scene. There is really no getting around his name in Munich. He is involved in so many projects. He is a DJ. He's also resident at Bahnwärter Thiel and Wander Zirkus, where he also does the bookings. And he's doing bookings for several events, several festivals. He's working together with labels and he founded a fashion label recently. And above all, he is part of the Munich Travel Guide with his recommendations. I'm really happy about this interview. Tune in and enjoy. Moritz, so happy having you in the interview today. There is actually no getting around your name in Munich. You are um, yeah, part of the Bahnwärter and uh, Wanda crew. You're yourself a DJ. You um, co-founded Two in a Row, which is now an event series. You also work for Süddeutsche Zeitung. So, um, and you're also part of the Munich Travel Guide. Um, so yes. thank you for being part of this interview today. Yes, thanks for having me. <laughs> It's nice to be here. <laughs> so good. So um, due to the many, many projects you're doing and you're really active in the scene, you're also shaping the scene currently in Munich, which I really like. Um, imagine if we, if this now would be actually a job interview okay. where I tell you, can we go through your CV, please? <laughs> How would that sound like? Whew, uh, that would be a problem because I don't have a CV. <laughs> um, But um, in terms of cultural projects and stuff I'm doing, um, I think it all started about 10 years ago uh, when I found Two in a Row. Uh, this was a little online blog, uh, which used to be pretty cool <laughs> these times. And um, uh, starting with this, uh, a lot of stuff developed around. So. Um, When we started this blog, um, we were asked to do it with a little opening party at uh, former Bloom Bar. <laughs> this uh, was a pretty cool club in Munich back then. And um, Hubi, uh, the, the owner of this club, uh, said we had, well, we, we should do this party with us as DJs. And <laughs> this was uh, a bit crazy because no one, or, uh, I need to mention that I started this blog with Angelica, a good friend of mine, and uh, we both never DJed before. <laughs> so we, we just tried it and it was a lot of fun. And um, yeah, and then we repeated this and uh, some other clubs came to us. Uh, I think the first one was Harry Klein, uh, mm -hmm. the Münchner Kindle Night by, by Felix Meloflex. <laughs> and so this all developed and uh, we... Uh, DJed more and more. Um, then I think one of the bigger milestones was when Daniel Hahn mm -hmm. of um, asked me to play there. And this was my first residency then. And later he, he founded Bahnwetter, opened Bahnwetter Thiel. And um, he's also part of the Wanderzirkus. And 
So all this developed and now nowadays, today, <laughs> I'm a part of all these projects. So I'm, I'm the booker and doing a lot of social media stuff at Bambetatil and Wanderzirkus. Um, my Tuna Row project is more a club series now, I would say, because the, the blog uh, made no sense at one point because all went to Instagram and stuff. And yeah, the, It's simply not that, uh, how to say it, zeitgeist anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, what to say. So oh, we forgot the project. project, actually. You also founded your own fashion label. Yeah, this was a Corona project. <laughs> I started this last year because I simply can't uh, stop working. <laughs> Instead <laughs> of um, enjoying my free time, I found this uh, new fashion project. Um, with my friend Basti, Bastian Zeiselmeier. And yeah, now it's about one year old and still running. <laughs> so it's about fair fashion, right? And you're yeah. collaborating with designers. Yeah, the, the idea was to invite uh, all the designers I met on my various nights in Munich and um, yeah, to, to do uh, fashion with them together. And I think the, the only way to do a fashion label today is to do it fair and um, where possible with organic uh, textiles and so on. Yeah. And now where can people, because you're also, the clothes are also in uh, local shops in Munich, right? Yeah, um, we have, I think we had about five or six shops uh, that went pretty fast and Due to Corona, the half of them closed already again. That's that's mm. really crazy. Yeah. But um, yes, yeah, um, now slowly stores are opening again, and uh, we we continuously find partnership stores. Yeah, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking about Munich, um, you and your recommendations are part of the Munich Travel Guide, and mm -hmm. with all the projects that you have in Munich, with all the um, initiatives you founded there, um, what would you say like in the core, what does Munich mean for you? Hmm, <laughs> as a city or, or in context yes. of nightlife? As a city. Mm -hmm. It's a city I, I grew up in, so um, I have a deep connection to it since I was born. <laughs> And um, yeah, it's I like the city. It's it's uh, pretty. It feels pretty small, although it's big, and it's like a, a typical thing. A lot of Munich people say, I guess, um, like a dwarf. <laughs> and a small village, yeah. But yeah, I like it. Uh, it's a lot of stuff to do here. It has a huge cultural scene. I like, and I think I don't miss anything here. <laughs> it's, it's a That's good city. so good. It's so <laughs> nice to actually also value the city you were born and the city you come from. Mm. Um, did you ever have the feeling of that you wanted to live in another city and maybe also for a short time only, but was that a topic? Mm, I think I had this idea, yeah. Um, I think like most of the people, I had the idea to move to Berlin. <laughs> and um, yeah, Something I missed to say in the beginning, I'm also working for three record labels, um, Goma, Teutonics, and Cryptox. Mm -hmm. And um, 
these labels were found in Munich, but also have a big base in Berlin. So my boss is always trying to convince me to move to Berlin. <laughs> and um, I like, I really like Berlin, but um, I think I enjoy it more when I'm there sometimes and not all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's difficult to, to answer. I think it would be interesting, but I don't have a problem staying in Munich. <laughs> That's so good. So um, I know it's hard to pick one, but maybe we can go for one or three um, <laughs> spots that you actually recommended in the guide and that are really your, the, maybe the cafe you always go to when mm -hmm. you drink a coffee or when you meet with friends. What are like one or three spots you say that are one of your favorites? Um. Coffee spots or spots in general? <laughs> in general, yeah. Yeah, I think, um, of course, two spots I spend most of my time are Bamberg and Bamberg Circus. <laughs> um, when it's not Corona, I, I really, I'm really there, I think, about seven days a week. <laughs> um, um, and staying in Sendling, it's where, where Bamberg is uh, based at. Um, I spend a lot of time at Alte Utting. It's also a project mm -hmm. um, um, connected to Bamletter Thiel. It's also run by Daniel. And yeah, I think another part of the city I'm, I'm spending a lot of time is Heidhausen. It's because I live here. And here, there, it's not that much cultural stuff going on, but uh, we also have some nice coffees, like for example, Fortuna Cafe. It's really a spot I like. And yeah, our new office of the labels, labels is based in Altstadt at mm -hmm. Ruffini House. It's a pretty nice small house at Rindermarkt. Yeah, <laughs> and really um, so I spend a lot of time at Viktualienmarkt, for example. <laughs> and uh, Kaspar Plautz, is, it's a small shop. You can get nice potato dishes. <laughs> and um, yeah. I think these are the spots I hang out these days the most, yeah. That's so funny because you recommended Fortuna Bar. I didn't know about it yet. Yeah. But uh, they also really like the idea of the Munich Travel Guides and they're <laughs> going to have the guides actually in the cafe soon. So ah, no. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Little fun fact, um, it's run by the mother of Simon of Pfannfinderei. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Yeah, so as you mentioned, it's a little village. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you already mentioned your work for uh, Daniel with Bahn Thiel, with Wanda and the other projects. Um, I think they really stand out and that they are different from the other or for many other projects in Munich. Um, what's actually your booking approach there? Hmm, I think Bahn Thiel and Wanda have pretty the same sound and they, they both stand for a certain sound. So um, I think my, my general intention is to, to keep this because it's a sound I really like and that, that fits perfectly to this kind of places. Um, approach is it's also a difficult question because Bahnwetter for it, uh, or especially Bahnwetter is open seven times a week. <laughs> 
So yeah. every day. And, we and it's have not a, only a club, but also a cultural project, right? So yeah, it's, it's more a cultural around. project, um, yeah. a club on the weekends. <laughs> so we have a lot of um, different approaches when it comes to booking. Uh, we have theater program. We have a lot of band stuff every Wednesday. We have comedy nights, um, a lot of stuff, workshops and so on. And yeah, it really depends from um, what time it is. Uh, in summer, we, we have a lot of more booking spots because of the open airs. We can, we can do it by method here. Uh, then we have a lot of space for local bookings as well. Uh, in winter, we just have, for example, spots for about four locals and uh, more time for the headliners. <laughs> so it really depends uh, on what time it, of the year it is. Yeah. What would you say, like pre-corona, like the two or mm. three years before corona, which were then 2017 to 2019, um, mm. how would you say in that time, how did the local scene develop? Did you... I don't know, did you realize any changes or any directions it had to maybe in terms of also the music? Did it go a bit in the in the harder, in the techno direction or also crowd-wise? Did the crowd change? Are there any specific changes in the scene that you recognized? Mm, I think, but this may also be a phen phenomenon because I, I got to know any uh, even more people from year to year. But in, in my opinion, the, the whole scene diversified. Mm -hmm. So um, back then we only had, for example, house, and this was the big thing. And now we have so many different scenes coexisting. Uh, I, th I think that's uh, the, the, the most interesting part uh, that, that developed. And yeah, I, th I think it's, there's no big thing everyone runs to. So there, mm -hmm. there are more little scenes now. Which were, or if you could identify them? Um, <laughs> okay, we, we, have, <laughs> we have this, I call it electronica downtempo stuff at Barmet at here. Mm -hmm. We have more techno stuff at uh, back then MMA, Mixed Munich Arts, for example. I think now the club closest to this, maybe Rote Sonne, for example. Mm -hmm. Then we have this um, uh, also called harder music now or housey hard at Litz, for example. And then this classic deep house at Harry Klein. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's, that's just with the, the electronic scene. There's also a lot of disco stuff going on um, at, at a lot of off locations. Um, only thing in Munich uh, that's missing is hip hop and indie. <laughs> Because all indie clubs closed and yeah, uh, Atomic Cafe. Also, yeah, Atomic Cafe, for example, and um, there only was Court and Folks left. Yeah. <laughs> and they both clo True. closed too now. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Court was really also a place. Yeah. I didn't know also that the cafe closed, but it was like two years ago, right? Um, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but. Um, some friends of me <laughs> and took over now. Yeah. So it's the guys from Sonntagsgefühle yeah. and so on. And yeah, uh, I'm curious what they will do with it uh, after Corona. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
Um, you're also active in the media area, for example, mm -hmm. with um, former times with two in a row and also with contributions to the SZ, um, where you also did bookings for their festivals, right? Yeah. Um, tell us a bit about this, this project and these collaborations. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, as I said in the beginning, two in a row was, was found as a blog and um, had all these things going on with a blog. <laughs> so we, we did a lot of stuff with Wise magazine, for example, in the mm -hmm. beginning, um, was more photograph stuff and uh, being a small part at their off locations in Munich. Um, and then more and more media came to it. And um, I think for Süddeutsche Zeitung, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I think about, I'm doing it about four years now. Mm -hmm. They have this little festival called Sound of Munich Now. It was uh, curated by Peter from High Klein. And uh, one day he came to me and asked if uh, I would like to take over the booking for, for Süddeutsche Zeitung. And uh, that's one thing I do every year with them now. Um, we invite, a, I'm not sure, about 10 newcomers every year and uh, present them on one or two days at Firewerk then. So it's a pretty nice format. I like it. <laughs> Always a nice uh, date every year. And yeah, I think that's uh, the main part. Um, yeah. <laughs> and events with two in a row, like you did them at Hardy Klein, right? Um, no, uh, in, in every club in Munich. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it started at uh, Bloomba, then we did some uh, or a lot of events at MMA, um, some nights at Hardy Klein, and now the, the main home base is, of course, Barmetta <laughs> Team. Um, yeah, but it's. Um, It's a format that's supposed to uh, walk, walk through all clubs in Munich. And um, shortly before Corona started, I also had my own little club project. Uh, this was oh. pretty cool. Um, I took over the Alte Design Schule. Uh-huh. Where it was, was it? Huge, um, it was at, or it is at uh, Infanteriestraße. Uh-huh, yeah. So um, in the opposite of former Reithalle, mm -hmm. Utopia. And it was, uh, or it was, I don't know if it, <laughs> it's still there, actually, the, the building, but it uh, was a huge uh, 5,000 square meter building. Um, the Stroke Art Fair took over, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they invited me to do one etage of this house, and uh, I built a little club with Naive Studios uh, there. It was pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> wow this was the so, biggest thing i guess <laughs> we so ever many projects that you're running <laughs> i didn't know wow <laughs> that's really great what would you say i mean it's hard to predict but what would or what will the summer bring for you hmm i, I think <laughs> it will be pretty the same as last year i'm afraid yeah um so some beer garden gigs. Um, we have this um, project uh, at the Isa, River Isar uh, called Kulturstrand, for example. Mm. Um, I think, or I'm, I'm already asked to play there. <laughs> so I think this will be, will happen sometime. Um, and then last year there were some projects like uh, Nussbaum Park. It's also a little small beer garden at Sendlinger Tor. Mm -hmm. um, 
of course, our Bandetta Teal beer garden. Um, maybe Harry Klein beer garden again. They, they had one last year in Giesing. And uh, this year, there's a new off location called Sugar Mountain, uh, where they will do a second beer garden. So I, th I think a lot of stuff like this will happen. And uh, hopefully, a lot of people get um, inked or Uh, vaccinated, <laughs> uh, yeah. Vaccinated, yeah, till, um, yeah, summer. So maybe we, we also have some normal parties then. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope. But the summer doesn't sound too bad, I have to say. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's okay. Yeah. It's also fun. So cool. Thank you for the interesting insights into your mm -hmm. life and your project. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you would like to share? No, I think it's fine. <laughs> We're well prepared. <laughs> so good. Yeah, because I think, I mean, you're, you're, really, you're really passionate about what you do. Otherwise, yeah. so many people wouldn't reach out to you and ask you for your input, for your opinion, for your help and for your work on these things. So it's really, yeah, interesting and exciting to see your view on the scene and also on the projects and how it developed and therefore I'm really grateful for your input also for the Munich guide. <laughs> You're welcome. It was Ready? nice to be part of it. <laughs> one, one, one thing at the end um, when yeah. I just said that what came up, um, where do you think does this come from? Like where is this approach that you're so passionate about this scene and about this life that this constant motivation of doing something there pops up? Hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a question I never asked myself. <laughs> um, it's not easy to say it. Um, it's, it's simply there. <laughs> I, I start things and uh, it's, it's just fun. And uh, I like the results. And uh, uh, of course, when it's not Corona, I like the, the idea or the, the fact of so many people coming together, having a good time. <laughs> Uh, me included. <laughs> also, if I'm, I'm working there, um, it's just fun and, and a thing I really like to do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I think there's no other drive. <laughs> it's just in me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Moritz, thank you so much um, for you. this interview, for being part of the book. And I hope we meet again soon in person, hopefully. And yeah, um, yeah maybe we can also enjoy some summer events in Munich. I hope so. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>